the criminal justice system, podcast-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In Ohio, the dedicated podcasters to investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Current Gaming Podcast. These are their stories. I have a mustache, and my name is Charles Blades. What's going on, everybody? This is the Current Game Podcast. Today, I am joined by none other than the potato himself, Aaron Weeks. How's it going, buddy? That's me, dude. Let me tell you a story. All right, break it down for me. So, I the like other how, day... So, we're, we've been talking for about, I'd say, like, 15 to 20 minutes before we actually start this thing, and you never, bra- you never uh, like, tell me what you're going to say, like, when I introduce you, and I love it so much. It, it brings it. I mean, that's, that's what I've been doing, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Uh so the other day, the dude sitting next to me at work, he's in his in his little cube doing his own thing, and like, uh, he he calls somebody and he's like he's he's having a pretty serious conversation with this guy about like the money on his bill or something like that, and he's like he's trying to say let me specify or stipulate, mm-hmm. but like he tried to say both of those words at the same time and it came out stiplify, <laughs> so it sounded like he was trying to cast a fucking yeah, Harry, a Potter Harry Potter curse Potter on this spell, poor yeah. poor man. <laughs> So I got a good fucking chuckle yeah, out of it, good. and that's nobody good. else understood what was going on. Yeah, no, that's that's my you, story. You stiplify somebody, that, that's how you get them with the bill. Uh, critically, stupefy a spell. What? I don't know. Stupefy. Stupefy. stupefy yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Critically acclaimed cat mom, Cheyenne Clark. How's it going? Nice. Very, yeah. very true. Uh-huh. Hey, what's up? How's it going? You watch the Good Place yet? Not season two, because I don't know how to get access. You guys to it. are terrible. Yeah. Uh, and Tristan Thomas, super fan, David Morgan. How's it going, buddy? I don't know who that is. All right, cool. good. That's What's good, going that's on? That's a good joke. That's a good joke. I like when I do the jokes, they just fly right over your head. That, that's <laughs> when they're time. best. When, they, when you have no... Uh, Most of the time, I think I get it, but this time, no idea. I have no but real life he, he, he is the basketball player that cheated on Khloe Kardashian. Um, we, got oh, a good, we, got, right. we got a good show for you this week. We're going to be talking about Steam Spy, maybe PlayStation 5 stuff, but first... The big news of the week, I would say, was this new game uh, decided to come out called Radical Heights from uh, the developer of Lawbreakers, Boss Key. Aaron, where's the story coming from? It's uh, IGN, Alex Gilyadov. Gilyadov. Uh, it comes from IGN. They say, uh, Lawbreakers developer Boss Key Productions' new, pr- new project is a free-to-play battle royale shooter called Radical Heights. As detailed in the game's official website, Radical Heights is available on Steam Early Access on April 10th, so about a week ago. Radical Heights mixes the Battle Royale formula with a colorful 80s aesthetic and a live video game show element that takes place in the year 2023. Players will battle using a variety of vehicles and weapons, including confetti bombs, inflatable decoys, a BMX bike. You can keep the cash you earn during matches regardless if you win or lose, and those earnings... Earnings can be spent on customization, news, new weapons, and more, and it has a whole money system involved with that. The the big news about here, uh, about this game, is number one, another game jumping on the Battle Royale trend, as, as we've seen uh, throughout the year. And number two, this game looks rough. <laughs> it looks rough. It's not done. It's, it's not even, like, in beta. Like, it's very clearly something that they had been working on, and they were like, our studio is going to shut down, like, next week if we don't get some revenue and they gave up on lawbreakers and then within the same 24-hour period they released this game in early access uh, they called it extreme early access uh, not i guess not only to be funny but also because the game features buildings which are literally just gray boxes put together they aren't even textured um the thing that worries me the most about radical heights isn't just that it's a cynical cash grab by a floundering studio. It's the dreadful name. Uh, well, yeah, that, that also, too. but mostly it's that the game seems like it has a pay-to-win element. Um, you can buy, like, a Founders pack, with like you can with all these shitty early access games. Um, and it basically gives you, it gives you cash, which they've already said can buy you weapons in the game. I've seen the gameplay, so, like, essentially how it works is you get cash and that's retained... And you can spend that at, like, vending machines to get guns. Um, and you also get a 10% cash bonus. So any cash that you pick up, you get more of. So, like, I can't see that being justified as, like, not a pay-to-win mechanic. Because that's literally giving you more resources of which, like, from which to buy weapons in the game. So I, I don't know why nobody else has been, like, reporting on that, like, that I've seen. Um, that's like pretty 
I don't know. So here, here's a story I'm reading from Pace Magazine. Uh, Brian Bell writes this. It says, Days after announcing they would be moving away from the failed hero shooter Lawbreakers, Bosky Productions began touting their next offering, Radical Heights, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this quick uh, turnaround, blah, 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 blah. Uh, many, many people have noted... What is it? Hold on. I'm doing this like off the cuff. Uh, many people That's have cool. noted the pay-to-win elements within the game, and the developer has addressed this in a recent update. The claims center mm. around the game's founder pack, a $15 a $15 add-on. Originally, that was a set that included 10% multiplayer bonus, uh, a 10% money multiplier, which would give those who pur purchased the add-on more money at the end of matches and a $10,000 cash bonus. Within hours of this announcement, fans began labeling the benefits in the founder pack uh, as having the classic trappings of free-to-play model. Soon after, Bo Bosky tweaked the bonuses offered uh, by the add-on, removing the $10,000 cash bonus, uh, but it still has the uh, multiplayer multiplier thing on it. Hmm. So, but you do like lose the money up front. Okay, so they only did that because they got caught. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying like they, and then, they did. I mean, that's good. Okay, I was wrong. I'm glad somebody did, and the community did. I, I didn't follow this game that closely. I mean, I'm not like shitting like, on you. I'm just saying like that. That like I just no, 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 totally. I was having a fucking laugh at this even coming out at all. Um, beyond that, I wasn't following it. So that 10% bonus, though. I mean, how much do you earn at a match? Like that's gotta end up being more than 10,000 very fast. I mean, so, I'm not saying... It probably does affect the game in a significant way. It's sure. just, like, so... This is so... I fucking hate... Like, this is, like, the ugly side of this industry. Like, this kind of I shit. I don't know if it's like, the ugly side. I think the ugly side is more of the Star Wars stuff. It's, like, a lot Can we talk... Those. Okay, but we... Can we talk about the Spider-Man Game Informer fucking deal going on right now? Speaking of the ugly side of this fucking well, industry. Uh, yeah, how Game Informer just has exclusive coverage of that game up until, like... Yeah. Whatever, a month before its release. Mm -hmm. Like... What is that? How did that get it's hashed just out? Exclusive, exclusive coverage stuff happened. They just paid them, and they were like, "No, hey, they don't pay yeah, them for sure." We get they, just, we, they strike a deal, and they're like, "We get exclusive coverage for your game for." There's not money involved in that. No zero. For, if there was money Ad involved, revenue, that's like very ad revenue. Yeah, but not like okay. That's Insomniac money. is yeah, not paying Game Informer. That's ridiculous. When you're the, but yeah, but when you're the only like public when you're the only outlet writing about a very anticipated. Game, I'm not saying they're not making money financial off it. compensation through ad revenue. They for sure so are like, making more ad revenue. That's fucked up. This you know what, you guys ready for a hot take? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for this game, and you want to know why? Radical Heights. Why? Why? You, you ready? Radical Heights is going to be awesome for me because because BMX bikes. I get to Dave to Mira. vicariously relive my Dave Mira days. Yeah. It's it's just one of those days, you know. I'm just going to hop on a BMX bike and I'm just going to fucking ride around. Do some bunny it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah do Mira, some bunny hops, dude. Some whip pass away. Um. Yeah. Dave Mira killed himself. It was very sad. That's that was very sad. Yeah. CTE. Uh, uh, Dark times, dude. The 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 other thing I'm gonna add here is we're gonna talk about it a little later. Fortnite had a uh, Fortnite, obviously the biggest battle royale game probably at the moment, uh, had a down period of like a full like 16, 24 ish hours yeah. uh, on yeah. I think it was last Thursday, and mm -hmm. uh, during that time, uh, popular streamer Ninja, who's who we talked about in the past, he streamed with Drake. He said the N word. Uh, those are the distinctions. Uh, he yeah. he picked up uh, Radical Heights for a second, and the it shot to the number one game on Twitch instantly. And because of him, and, the, yeah. and well, yeah, but and the player base, and because people weren't playing Fortnite, yeah, so and like, the player hey, base, and it got a big jump. Is. So like that is the most fortuitous thing that could have happened for this game. I want to mention yeah. though that this game only beat Lawbreakers player base by about three hundred players, the the all time high, and this game is free. So like, let that sink. I mean, I'm not saying it's a great game. It's I don't think the this few game is lawbreakers succeed. people playing it, like and like a few like people that like battle royales, like Fortnite and shit. They're like, I guess I'll try it. The state this game is in is going to kill it faster than anything. Like it is so fucking janky. Like it looks. There's not even parachutes in the game. I, you I just fall and hit the ground. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't think the game. But you saying that it's like this is what's wrong with the industry kind of stuff. I kind of, I take a little umbrage with that because that's, hi, that's hyperbole. But like also like Professor I mean, umbrage, seeing this kind of shit. Like it is shitty, but like at the same time, it's like an independent developer, and like I don't like really care that much. Kind of like it, it's it's a much bigger deal when EA or Ubisoft well, yeah. or Activision does something like this, and that is where I think shit fucks up. I don't think the game. I also I point blank like I like the the eighties aesthetic is fucking wearing. Is anybody else feel that? 
I feel, I feel like it's a tired. bad take on the 80s aesthetic, Everything too. doesn't it's like need not to be fucking neon with the same grid and shit like that. I fucking hate the 80s aesthetic. I'm I love that aesthetic. Personally, yeah. I love the 80s aesthetic. I think they did it poorly. I think it does not look good. Well, because the game has low production value. Like... <laughs> It doesn't well, yeah, fucking. I mean, it looks like shit, regardless of what the aesthetic. Is. And they, the, their eighties aesthetic is just fucking dudes with big hair and band t-shirts. Like I yeah, don't really it's see. Yeah, funny. 80s He's got a bandana. It. He looks like Rambo. Yeah. And the. I don't, game. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking. I've been tired of that since like Blood Dragon came out. So. See, I fucking love Blood Dragon. Did the eighties aesthetic better than I think anything I've ever seen. As far as something like trying to nail the 80s aesthetic in like a fun, goofy or how, way. Or Hotline Miami, Miami yeah. did it really well as well. I, I don't know. I mean, it did, but like I enjoyed that aesthetic more. Yeah, I think Dragon. Blood Dragon actually probably did better than Hotline Miami. Mm. I like Hotline Miami too, but... But I, did it have better music? It, it <laughs> no probably way. didn't, but it had... No. It was, they were both very fun games. <laughs> Music's so. a big part. I don't want to shit on either one. Theme. But going back to the yeah. Insomniac thing, it, it, they definitely didn't get paid for that. I want that to be 100%. Okay, I, I... Sure... But it's just weird. How I, then? I why make that? that like, why? What benefit? What benefit does that have to Insomniac to make that? Like, what? Yeah. Why would they do that? I, because they wanted to. They wanted an exclusive I, reveal. Yeah, they just wanted. They just. They get on the cover of game. They were like, "Hey, less coverage. That sounds good. Let's go with." It's game not necessarily less coverage because everybody's still covering it. It's just that Game Informer st- just has the story first. What about IGN first? Oh, uh, that that's paid? the same thing. It's like I don't think it's great. I don't think it, it makes complete sense. I think from a publishing standpoint, to have like I disagree a, a one outlet completely devote their entire like fucking front row blog on their site to your game. I think that makes complete sense. Do you think Insomniac has like a fucking iron fist on what they're saying about their game? No, Do you think no, they have no, like no, no, no. super. I then what's the point of just not giving it to everybody? And being because like, like hey, we'll if if, if it had just been on the PlayStation work. blog, like they went on the PlayStation blog and said, "Hey, we have Spider Man's coming out on September seventh or whatever it is." Then everybody mm-hmm. writes that news story, and that's all it is. Instead mm-hmm. of that, they do they partner. They don't partner with Gamespot, but they give the exclusive to Gamespot, and then Gamespot runs nonstop coverage. And Gamespot's or Game not Gamespot Game Informer runs nonstop yeah. coverage about this game for two weeks on their site. Like and and everyone is still doing the same thing that they would have done with the PlayStation blog post. So that I think makes sense. So it's still getting recovered by it's still getting recovered sense. by IGN and everything like that, and they're still talking about it in games. All right, I mean, but I, I think, yeah, just... but then having the one publication be like, because there, it's not just that they said the Spider-Man release date. There's so much coverage of Spider-Man from Game Informer. Yeah, they're like the ones who have gotten to play the yeah. game and talk. And so about I think that makes sense from a publisher standpoint. From a journalistic standpoint, it's kind of shitty to get in bed with a publisher like that. I would say, but yeah, absolutely. at the same time, yeah. like. You gotta, you gotta have people click on the article, man. So, <laughs> okay, there is a business enough. aspect. Here. I don't know. <laughs> this next story is about business. Uh, it's about Steam Spy shutting down. Where's the story coming from here? Uh, it's Polygon. Julia Alexander. Julia Alexander. It says, Steam Spy is one of the most used, most used analytic tools for Steam, created in 2015 by Sergey Gylonkin. 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 Gallonkin. I wouldn't know because David doesn't open the story. That's why I pronounce names wrong all the Gallonkin. time. Gallonkin. The worst part is, in my copy, I wrote it phonetically. It still can't pronounce it. Gallonkin. <laughs> I wrote gal, lawn, like your front yarn, lawnkin. Uh, will no, <laughs> will no longer be your able to operate yawn. in part because of Steam's new privacy settings. Gallonkin tweeted about the conundrum he found himself in, addressing Steam's new policies, which now make users' game libraries private by default. Steam Spy operates via the ability to scan through millions of public game libraries and extrapolate information used to provide analysis reports on game sales and user data. Now that, that game now that game libraries are private by default, Steam Spy won't be able to operate. Quote, Valve just Valve just made a change to their privacy settings, making games owned by Steam users hidden by default, Gallonkin said. Steam Spy relied on this information being visible by default and won't be able to operate anymore. To reiterate, it's not because of this new pri- it's not because of this new privacy settings. It's because Steam just made everyone's game library hidden by default. Uh, so basically, if they, if they hadn't made it hidden by default and you could like opt into that, then like most people probably wouldn't do it, and therefore they yeah. could still yeah. get the yeah. get yeah. the thing. So basically, Steam Spy is shutting down. Uh, what do you guys know? What do you think about this? I am kind of bummed actually because I used. Steam Spy, I mean, pretty recently to get user data, like, on games I was interested in, especially multiplayer games, like, smaller ones, like Deep Rock Galactic, I was like, is this player base growing or shrinking? How many people are playing it? Is it worth investing in? Based on the number of people I saw playing it, I might decide yes or no, so 
Um, yeah, it's a bummer. And I liked to see, it's kind of like having your own little uh, NPD numbers for Steam, you know. You could just go on there and see what the, the hottest game is and see how things are doing. Seeing Vermintide 2 shoot to the top of the charts when that came out was really awesome because uh, I was rooting for that game. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's sad. And, and I, I understand the decision by Valve to do that. Um, especially in the wake of like the no one wants to be Mark know, Facebook stuff. Yeah, so like it makes sense even though it's not really comparable, but I, I feel like that might have spurred them to kind of take privacy more seriously, which I can respect. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a bummer because I, I like that site a lot. Maybe Steam will do their own version of that. I mean, it'd be cool if they were like, hey, uh, we can do these numbers ourselves and, and you know that could be beneficial to people and publishers and developers as well, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I doubt it, but that'd be cool. I was going to say literally, like, the exact same thing. Like, Steam could, you know, release that, that inform- the same exact information and people <clears throat> would, would use it. It would be cool if they could be like, hey, all of the people that worked, you know, to do it before, why don't you work for us? And we'll just do it on the Steam page instead of having a separate Steam Spy, which, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like they're definitely able to do that on their own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 this, yeah, it's dead. It's not gonna, Steve's not gonna do it. There's no, like, benefit <laughs> no. for them to do it. They, they, there's too much secrecy, like, within this, and this was, like, a brief glimpse into, like, you could see. Because every fucking game, like, whenever a big game comes out, it's just, like, this is the fastest selling game of this genre in this quarter in our company's history, and, like, shit like that. So everything is just marketing spin to, like, know, like, how well a game is selling. And it seems by, while not perfect, was a valuable tool in order to kind of weed through that, like, bullshit that publishers put out uh, mm-hmm. nowadays. I'm sure, like, Steam in the back end is, like, telling publishers, hey, this is what your game is doing, and stuff like that. So they know all that stuff, but as a, as a, as the public, it would be nice if we knew it, but we don't. And I still think Capcom was lying about Monster Hunter World being their best-selling game. Yeah, it's, a, it's so weird the way it's they... It's just not true. Did it's they like say the, best-selling or fastest-selling? They said both. They said it was the highest-selling game Capcom has ever published. And I was like, that's not true. It, and like, I feel like fastest-selling I, I could like believe, that, but, but... But, like, uh, like the, a bunch of, like... Uh, kind of funny had a whole thing where they were like, "There's no fucking way with like kind of." They looked up like the Resident Evil like one sales for all the different like, and they were like, "I guess it depends." What, but even if you only factor in the PS One sales, those are still higher than Monster Hunter World when this story broke. So like, yeah, they it, were just fucking lying about yeah, it. It's, it's very dumb the way it all, the way it all works. They, they everybody everybody's yeah, uh, smoking mirrors with that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. This next story uh, is about the PlayStation Five. Where's it coming from, Aaron? It's uh, Kotaku, Jason, Jason Schreier. Jason. 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 Our guy, Jason. This is a a longer story. I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing, but uh, it starts out, a recent online... The PlayStation 5 is not backwards compatible. That is not... Right? Is that what it says? No, at all. I was making a joke. I know. GameSpot's expense. It is. A recent online rumor got people buzzing about the possibility of a 2018 release for the PlayStation 5, but that doesn't appear as though it's going to happen. In fact, from what we've heard, the next PlayStation is a ways away. It may not arrive until 2020. It's been nearly five years since the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One launch, and the, and which has triggered bouts of nervousness and excitement among video game fans who want to know uh, when they'll start having the hoard pennies for a new generation of consoles. The PS4 launched seven years ago. Yeah, I don't have to read the whole thing. You know, PS4 launched. When's the PS5 coming out? A lot of a lot of the story is basically saying it's not coming out in 2018. Small chance it comes out in 2019. From what they're hearing, 2020 seems like when it's going to come out, basically. Um, also, uh, he doesn't give any details, but he says most likely... I think he says somewhere in here, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he says uh, it would probably most likely be backwards compatible with the PS4 or something like that. Um, which then some some people took the opposite way. It was very dumb. This <clears> bad <throat> journal. That's my biggest... That was the most interesting part about but the story. The most interesting part of the story is when do we think the PS5 is going to come out? Aaron, when, when, when are we getting the PS5? Um... I mean, probably, like, I don't know, maybe somewhere around 2020, but, like, honestly, I hope not, just because that seems, like, way too soon. I would rather see, the, really? especially since the PS4 Pro came out, like, relatively recently, and people are just now starting to, like, adopt the Pro. Like, they're getting 4K TVs, want to get, like, a a nice, like, system to go along with that. Like, I, I just feel like with... Also, there was a bunch of hype around, like, the Xbox One X and all that. Like, I feel like... With that happening relatively recently, it would be better to let this this console generation ride out for a little bit longer. 
but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. So on you that. say you say twenty twenty is too early. Yes, in my opinion. Cheyenne, you, you feel the same way? I would agree only because I can't afford a console in the next two years, probably. But I don't know how long other console generations are. Usually about eight years. Okay. Eight years is long as fuck. It's usually like five. That years. was the Xbox 360 like and PS3. It should be yeah, that and like there was like a recession in the middle of that that made them probably not want to go mm. forward with that. So like normal normal consoles are like five years. Like if you look at the NES, the SNES, the N sixty four, that's all like five years. Normal consoles also those graphical leaps were much more noticeable. They were. So like now I think games look fine. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel like they need to. Like what the fuck are they gonna? I don't need a new console. The only thing that they need to do is make baseline sixty fps. Stop fucking with all the textures. The particle effects are fine. Maybe better AI, maybe better, like, uh, netcode or, or more, you know, experimental things. But, like, from the PS4, all we need to learn is that games look good and just make them run better. And maybe make, like, some more crazy, like, like when, I'm trying to give a good example, like... Katamari Damashi, when that came out, that was, like, a technical marvel because it was so weird how you could, like, take all these assets and, like, put them in one place and have it, like, seamlessly integrate um, into this ball you were rolling up and then have the level expand with you. Like, shit like that. Like, weird experimental games. I want to see a return of those pushing new technology, but we do not need a higher stitch count on the robe in Assassin's Creed Origins. Like, Like, that's... And that's what people want. Like, I feel like that's what the public wants, and the, and the general public is like, I love good graphics. You gotta have good graphics, and it's like the red count matters, dude. They're fine. Like, they they, they are now. fine. And like, but like, you say it's not as big as jump, and you're right. It's not as big as jump as eight bit, sixteen bit, sixteen bit to three D models and stuff like that. And and you're absolutely right about that. But like, if you look at like some three sixty games and PS three games compared to now. It like it is like very noticeably different. Of course, but like now to the future, like what the fuck I it can just like, look better. Like it can look even better. Like I don't Does it need to though is what I'm saying. I think it I mean better is better. I don't think uh, like Like but but is it like, you know, four hundred dollars better? Like is it like we need to insane. cut generations in half and then also charge you more for the next gen consoles yeah. better? Like why why do we have a PS4 Pro if the PS5 would just be around the corner, like that... That's what I'm saying. That makes no it's fucking sense. It's not just around the corner. The PS4 Pro came out in 2015. That's well, no, but I'm saying you're, you're saying that, like, generation... This is a long generation, and the last generation was a long generation. It was like, if that was the plan to go for five years, that would mean that the next... The PS5 would be coming out this year, because the PS4 came out in 2013. So I don't know Pro necessarily if that was the brand. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing out like that. I don't, I don't want to write <laughs> off completely. That games look fine. They're we, we should just stop. Like I'm not saying they look like that's the best they're ever gonna look. I'm just saying that I would prefer if developers or developers, developers if developers would focus less on focus. crazy HDR lighting Jeez, and Jason. like mega textures and shit, and more on. How does our game run? Um, how does our game perform? Like yeah. that kind of thing. And so, that's if not it, really on Sony, though. No, if we saw a new generation of consoles, I would, I would want more than just it's in 4K now. Like, <laughs> I mean, that'll be a big is, selling point of it, I'm sure. But I, I haven't not. even seen 4K. That's that's a weird. It's, I don't think it's like that. Like, it's not it's not uh, standard def to high def jump. It yeah. is better. But it's not like next level. I can do without it's it. It's not. It's not something that would sell me on anything. I mean, you like, definitely need to buy a 4K TV at some point. But like, we just bought a TV. You gotta buy a 4K two years TV. ago. Listen, bitch. <laughs> you definitely like it's 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 noticeable enough to where you should make the jump. But like, it's not. It's not like I said, standard definition, high definition, and and. And granularity might be, like, a problem at a certain point, but, like, I don't want that to have to, like, be, like, the thing that stifles, like, creativity and stuff like that at a certain point. Because not only we're, we're shitting, we're, we're saying things could be a higher resolution, maybe we don't need that and stuff like that, but also, like, 
more heart, more horsepower means developers can be creative with that and and can use it in different ways. Maybe making like whether a game is in 4K or not matters a lot less than if you're in like a crowded like village or something and like all yeah. the character models around you. Like the way Assassin's Creed Unity tried to do it, but like it clearly didn't have the horsepower to do that. But like that stuff is way more engaging, I think, and way more immersive than than resolution. And I think extra horsepower helps that too. But then you get into the other argument of like. Better technology also enables lazier developers to You're work 100% less right. hard on... Like, and and so, limitations in technology make people think of creative solutions to things. So there's an argument to be made there. Like, right. like, and like Game Boy games and stuff like that are incredibly in- interesting how developers man- manage to like, problem-solve around different uh, yeah. like limitations the, har- the hardware like offered them. So The only thing you need to look at for that argument is the size of like Gears of War 4 compared to, like, the size of, like, Breath of the Wild. Like, compression and optimization are almost a lost art. Like, because developers just keep getting these these better and better tools, so it's like, well, fuck, we can just make it work on this, ship it, whatever. It's cheaper to just ship it instead of... And so, like, I understand that, but, like, I I just don't think that the, the next generation of... Like, it's not going to be used to its fullest because not everybody's making a God of War 2018 or an Uncharted 4 where they're really pushing the limits of this console... And so the few times you see that, it's going to be like, wow, that's great. But I think that for developers to be comfortable with the tools they have now for a longer period of time is also beneficial in its own way. Yeah, no, I, I 100% I 100% agree with you. And and it'll be interesting to see how things uh, go moving forward. Because not only, um, less so in Xbox's case, but more so in PlayStation's case, if a PS5 could be backwards compatible with like PS3, PS2, and PS1 games, that's also an interesting factor and there's other like like the playstation network could not suck and fucking download, download yeah. speeds weren't terrible <laughs> That'd be great. and stuff like that there is like just like yeah. basic quality yeah. of life stuff uh speaking of quality of life stuff this next story is about the nintendo switch uh which comes from where Aaron? i didn't open it let me open it now kotaku Patric- patricia hernandez uh, it, it is a story that says uh save backups have been hacked onto the nintendo switch in just two weeks by hackers um, so save backups, as we all know, are not on the Nintendo Switch. So if your Nintendo Switch fucks up or it gets stolen and it's a portable, so like that is a very actual possibility rather than somebody having to break into your house or you leave it somewhere or anything, you're just kind of fucked. Uh, so mm-hmm. one of the biggest flaws in Nintendo's portable console is that you can't back up data. If you lose your system or somehow get your data corrupted or wiped, that's it. It's gone. But thanks to a burgeoning hacking, hacking scene, Switch fans are now adding features that the Switch desperately needs. Bernardo... Uh, Giadano, a computer engineer, took took to social media a few days ago to announce that he's working that he has a working save manager prototype for the Nintendo Switch that allows users to create backup save files for games. Uh, it goes on to explain uh, what he what he uses. Uh, he apparently had something similar on the Nintendo 3DS, which he then took like the the code for and like uh, took it onto the Switch. But uh, this is like. Everybody loves the Switch. The Switch is a mega hit. The Switch is a fucking huge success. Everybody, the Switch can do no wrong, as they say, Aaron. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what the that's what the Pope has said. Pope John Paul, Pope uh, Pope Benedict Arnold, Pope uh, Pope <laughs> Frank. They've all said the Switch. It is God's plan, uh, and 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 everybody loves it. But the Switch is like lacking in fundamental fucking things like this, and the fact that somebody can put it on there like from basic rudimentary stuff. Without access to everything Nintendo has in their arsenal, in a few weeks, even if it's not perfect, it's probably not. I'm sure. I'm sure there's problems with it. If that can happen, like fuck off, Nintendo. Where the fuck are these basic <laughs> things? Is just yeah. how I feel about the situation. No, it's just they they could easily do this because someone who doesn't have access to all of their tools could easily do it. So why aren't they doing it? Is there any is there any reason that they've come up with like why they wouldn't have safe because I, that. That's just a universally liked thing. Yeah, I would. My my only assumption would be is they're like saving it for when the online service announced, and that's going to be one of the benefits of that. Ugh, goddamn it! Dumb. They shouldn't have to yeah. announce an online service. Nintendo's always been behind the ball. In oh, one hundred percent. That also too is yeah. that not, they're just in it. Generally, I'm just not surprised. Like, I, it sucks, but I, I I've been uh, I've been conditioned to kind of expect this kind of bullshit. So. 
Yeah. Aaron, you you want you want saved uh save backups on on your Switch? Are you just like I mean, you like yeah, fucking? Question is that it nah, dude? I don't want to be able to save my stuff. Like if it's there, I want to live on the edge. You're, like I want to know there's yeah. danger. From what I've heard, like, if I go out with my Switch, Logan Paul type. So like I know you like living on the edge, risking it. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. Bobby says it all the time. What? That's what he says. What? That's what Bobby says all, right, all I got the time. Bone, what are you talking about, Cheyenne? Bone to pick with Bobby, I guess, dude. What Fortnite the fuck? With us? I guess I don't listen. Jeez. I don't. What are you talking about? Cheyenne, yeah. he says, like, it's a classical. All right, forget it. <laughs> I mean, he said he said something about Jake Paul recently. Maybe Jake Paul. Oh, I thought you were saying that, like, Bobby says, thing. I'm the Logan Paul oh, type. Oh, I mean, he does. He talks no. about you a lot behind your back, but, like, he doesn't <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but. say that. You know what I'm I was about to say, if anybody's Logan Paul with people here, it's Bobby. Yeah, that's very true. He did. <laughs> Well, that's it for the news of the week, uh, light, light news week. Um, that brings us to my favorite segment we do on the show, which is other listeners' mail. If you don't know, this is where we take mail from other other podcasts that we listen to, other stuff, and just put it in our thing. We do, we don't we copy paste whatever they said. We just we just throw it in our podcast. We don't change any of the names. We make sure that we're giving full credit to them while still simultaneously aping everything everybody else is doing and uh, trying to make it our own. <laughs> So uh, this comes from Kind of Funny Games Daily, and it's about the Nintendo Switch. It reads, Greg and Jared, that's none of us, none of us are Greg, Greg Miller or Jared Penny. Uh, the Switch tends to get the most titles late, be it Dragon Quest XI coming to the West on PS4 and PC this September, when there's a Switch version coming out, quote, much later. This begs the question, how do you determine whether or not to wait for a Switch version or go ahead and play a game when it's released first? Is it about graphics, playing games that you, would, that you wouldn't have otherwise played? Being able to chip away at really long games. What criteria helps you make the choice in the age of the Switch? Thank you for all you do. Happy Thursday to you both. It's not Thursday when we're doing this. Uh, that was completely <laughs> sure unrelated to um, to what we're doing. So that, this question is less about Switch port banking because we talked about that to death. It's annoying when everybody, when you, when a game gets announced in the Twitter mentions, you're just like, we're Switch version, Switch version, Switch version. This is about if a Switch version has already been announced for a game, but it's coming out a few months down the road from when the actual game is coming out. How do you choose whether or not to wait? I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would say it has a lot to do with the zeitgeist, probably. Like, because, if you want to be a part yeah, of that, then... Because, yeah, that's important to me, as I mentioned before. And also, the Switch is only going to be an inferior version to, like, the PS4. And the only draw there is portability. And very rarely, in a AAA game, which is usually how this applies to, do I feel like that is enough of a reason to wait and get it on Switch? Like... My Switch is a Nintendo, first party, and an indie double-dip console. That is all I use it for. I would not, in a million fucking years, get Wolfenstein 2 on my Switch. I would not, like, willingly play, like, Doom on my Switch. I will play those games on their, you know, better platforms, in my opinion. I mean, it's objective. Like, they, they run better, they look better on those platforms. Um, so the Switch, for me, is not something that I port bag because I just I like it but it's not my main console I only play it when I am itching for a Nintendo game or when I'm out of the house which is not that often yeah, by your, uh, skin tone. yes exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah for me it's 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 a non-question like I just don't if it were Monster Hunter World I think I even would have just bought it on I would have bought it twice that's usually how I do it yeah. so I, I guess that's your answer is that you're willing to double dip on stuff yeah, because I'm a fucking yeah. well, uh, shill. Some of the games that like don't get announced on Switch, but they come out on PC and maybe PS4 and Xbox. And then way later. And then eventually they get announced for Switch. It's like, well, I've already played that, and there's nothing about it that like like Dead Cells. Like, yeah. you're not gonna get that on Switch oh, yeah, most yeah. likely. Yeah, yeah. There were games that you, I wouldn't <laughs> either way. Like Necrodancer and Binding of Isaac that I played. But to like, death, yeah, probably like, not. There are some yeah. games that come out that like. Let me ask, can I ask a question real quick? Do you have Stardew on Switch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just, I was I just asking yes. if that if that's like an example. I don't, I don't have it. it on PC. I only have I have it on, it on PC, and that's where I've played it, and I have no. You don't. It just don't, feels don't much better to okay. play that specific game on. I was PC. just curious. Yeah, yeah. like I, I like it on the Switch, but I think because I've already played like. Your save doesn't carry over, so that's also a big, big factor. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, if you have, if you have, have three hundred hours into a game, it would have to be a one-to-one port for me to even consider it, and that's almost never the case with these big games. Yeah, that's for sure. So not the only time. Yeah, so usually it's indie games for me that I. How about you? Go Aaron? back and think about. Uh, I kind of agree with David to some degree. Like, I it's a lot for indie games, like games that I wouldn't play otherwise. Um, 
I'm never going to... A game that's coming out on the PS4 that I really care about and really want to play, I'm never going to play that on the Switch instead just because it's going to look worse. Um, yeah. And I definitely do double dip on some things, like especially like Nintendo First Party, like Breath of the Wild is a perfect example. Like I, mm-hmm. I didn't have a Switch when that came out, went out, bought it for the Wii U, beat it, then played it again on the Switch. Um, I own, I think, two copies of that, two copies of Bayonetta. Frankly, I would get Skyrim again if it wasn't fucking $60. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Like, I, I play it for indies and some ports, but I'm not rushing out to get everything I have on the Switch. Yeah, I, I think for me, it comes down to, like, how long is the gap? Because if the gap's, like, six months, and, like, that's, like, a pretty... If the gap's, like, a month or yeah. two months, that's, like, not the worst thing in the world, right. I kind of feel like. Yeah. Especially, like, the worst thing is when it's announced, but it has no date for the Switch version, but the PS4 one's mm-hmm. coming out in, like, a month. So, like, that that one, I'm like, all right, I don't want to stand by if this nebulous fucking, fucking thing. Yeah, like, Dragon Quest. Like, I might want to play that on the Switch, mm-hmm. but if it's going to be on the PS4 way sooner, like, yeah. why would I not just play it there? Yeah, um, but, but I do, uh, to a certain empathize with this guy who didn't write into us uh that that he uh he does like i i definitely for indie games especially prefer to play them on switch like when i prefer to play them on vita when the vita was a thing and now i prefer to play them on switch the biggest example i'm thinking of right now is banner saga is got announced for Mm. switch uh and banner saga 3 got announced for switch and one and two are coming to switch i played one on ps4 and then one and two are coming to Switch, and then the third one's going to come to Switch. Uh, and it just got a date, actually. I didn't. We don't. We're not going to cover it, but it just got a date. I think it's coming out in the summer. Um, and that might be a game where I have, like, currently have the Banner Saga two on my Xbox because it was uh, games with gold uh, one 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 mm-hmm. month. And that might be a game because for two reasons: because of the portability of the Switch, I think that is a perfect game that would fit because it's like a turn-based, like grid-based RPG. And it, like I feel like that's perfect for um, the Switch. It won't lose anything. Like like the game is beautiful, but it's not like highly intensive. It looks like kind of like a comic book, like an old comic book, mm-hmm. uh, or not comic, like a cartoon kind of. Uh, and then yeah. three, and I think this is probably the uh, the biggest one for this particular game is that like your save like has impacts on like what characters you let die. Uh, in that, so like buying the like version, like buying it on Switch and then carrying my save over to the next game to the next yeah. game is another having them all together is another big thing. And I would say like they're they're less in the zeitgeist right now, but like when Telltale games were a big thing, I remember I played The Walking Dead. I didn't know that much. I was like, The Walking Dead's good. I'll try it out. Played it on Vita. Big mistake. That game runs terribly on Vita. As a, I mean, it runs terribly on everything, but it runs even worse on Vita. Yeah. But then like during season two, I was locked into playing it on fucking Vita again. And I'm like, that sucks, but you know that's what you gotta do sometimes. But that 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 for games of that nature, I think that is a definite, yeah, uh, that makes definite sense. thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for writing into the another show that we ate this question question off of. Uh, that, that question I think yeah. came from Brian. Uh, so thanks, Brian. Uh, thanks, Brian. We, uh, we like talking to you. I don't actually know if it came from Brian. I just made that up. Uh, so I'm, just, I'm just pulling the curtain back I'm fucking everything today you know <laughs> uh, so that, that brings us to games coming out this week uh, Aaron's going to tell us about so what, Aaron what games are coming out this week for us uh, so this week we got Yakuza 6 on PS4 that's April oh, yeah. 17th yeah. we have Nintendo well, well, Labo Yakuza. Uh, Cheyenne are you going to play Yakuza I remember you played Kiwami or Zero um, or One one of them you played I've, I haven't finished any of okay. them I've played a little bit of Zero, haven't even started Kiwami, but I just love them, so I'll probably buy it and then not play it, which is totally fine by me. Sounds good. Uh, you can keep going now, Aaron, I'm sorry. Uh, we have Nintendo Labo S, which, frankly, I'm not entirely sure I know what that is. Switch? Coming out on April 20th. Comes out on the Switch. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, didn't we announce that another week? No, it comes out the 420, blaze it. I swear to God, we said that last you, week. You had to burn the paper that you, you bought. You paid $60 uh, for uh, anyway, God of War PS4 on also on April 20th. Hell yeah. Smoke weed with and that is it. I swear we said <laughs> Nintendo Labo last no, week. No, we didn't, for sure. I don't think so. All right. I mean, you can go, back, you can go back and look at the doc. Maybe I had a dream about it, dude. I, I was looking forward, it, you know? It's coming the, out this week. Fucking my coworker stipplified me, and I couldn't remember where I was or what time <laughs> I was a, in. That's a good point. So God of War, we can talk about that briefly. It's getting well, None of us have played it or anything, but it's getting crazy nope. sports. Yeah. Out of this uh, world. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I think that's a really good way to market your game, <laughs> if you're confident about it. Is just put it out, man, or release put the, yeah, put the right. on, like, a fucking normal time frame instead of, like, Eight hours before yeah. it releases or some yep. shit. 
Um, I fucking hate that. I hate that. Yep, I, like, I, I completely agree. Just embargo it until... I mean, it makes sense from, like, a, hey, play the game before you release it, your review, so that we're not fighting. But, like, also, maybe just release it to them early and then let them... Well, in some it, games, like, like the, the games don't out. get done until, like, the last minute. So I kind of understand yeah, from a certain yeah. point. But on another point, it, that's fucking terrible, like, when, like, The Witcher only gets out to the press, like, a week before, like, the... And it's like, Jesus Yeah, like, Christ. you're not going to be able to get through the whole game yeah. in a week. Like, Persona, I remember, did it really well. Where, like, the, the site I was working for when that came out, had it. we had it, like, two months in advance of, like, when the game came Jesus. out. Jesus. So, yeah, that makes and sense. And the same thing with uh, Yakuza did the exact same thing. Like, reviews dropped for that game last yeah. month. Cause, yeah, because well, that's because they forgot really to move the yeah, embargo. It was like a whole that too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I think that I think it's definitely boosted uh, hype for everybody because I mean oh, yeah. that's incredible. Like that's what the highest rated PS4 game. Uh, like, maybe exclusive? Bloodborne, maybe Horizon. No, Bloodborne was like a 92, 93. I don't, I don't fucking. Horizon I don't have the fucking QB Rolodex yeah, on my fucking well, arm. Well, I know because I saw <laughs> like a. I saw like a list or something, but mm. this is the highest uh, original game exclusive exclusive to PS4. Yeah. So uh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm in. Like <laughs> I, uh, I'm really. I wasn't that excited to play it initially because I thought it would just be an okay action game. But to see that it's this good, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, our predicted Metacritic, oh, yeah. like, we gave them Aaron, you lower to, scores than that? we should have. You talk about how you nailed it perfectly on the predicted mm-hmm. Metacritic. For God award, dude, I'm. I've never been happier in my whole life about a Metacritic <laughs> okay, score. Because like, I was gonna say point blank. Period. That was it. Just oh, it's a ninety. It's a ninety-five <laughs> it's happy, now. Oh, no, it's no, a ninety-five now. It's a ninety-five now. Oh, yep. Man. Damn. Jesus, right, well, that's, that's fucking insane. high as fuck, dude. Yeah, you get high so as happy. Too, 420, guys, what's yeah, dude, four twenty. Yeah, dude, four twenty. So yeah, that's I don't smoke. We can wait for that. I'm sure we'll do a spoiler cast or have impressions of it next week or the week. I'm gonna play the fuck out of that when it comes out. I hyped about doing that. Uh, that brings us to what we have been playing, which is uh, the the time at which we talk about the games we've been playing this week. And so I'm throwing Jeez. I'm throwing this in here. It's it's the the game I've been playing the most, of course, is Fortnite. And this is gonna be our weekly Fortnite news update. Aaron, can I get a theme song? Me 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 me. All right, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so Fortnite <laughs> had, had a bunch of news this week. Ninja streamed with Drake again. It didn't get as much press, but he did it again. Uh, that's just cool. I'm just into that. Um, that is that is very. Like, I don't like love ninja or anything. He's like whatever, but him, like the fact that rappers and everybody likes this game is very. It, I like it a lot. It, it matters a lot to me, and I want you people to care. <laughs> did you did you see that? Um, Drake said he would rap about Fortnite. Yeah, they put the if they hotline put bling, a hotline bling, yeah. bling yeah. like emo. Yeah, he goes, he goes, and I'm like, why wouldn't they? Oh, do? of course, that's just free promo. And like, there, it's it's coming. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Also, damn it. also they added a, a bunch of a new update that fucked up the game for a whole day. Uh, that was also a big yeah, yeah. big story. The game cool. just fucked up for a day. They did uh, bold move. It is it is back now. Uh, they it, I think it was like last Thursday it fucked up. Uh, so the uh, the compensation people got is they added like back bling that you can get if you if you're playing the battle royale stuff. Um, some free battle stars and then something else for save the world that no one cares about. But uh, the the bigger news was that they added fucking console key bindings for for building now, so it's like infinitely better and it's awesome. It's oh, you great. can just auto queue like like you, you press circle and then uh, it's like key yeah. bound to a bunch of different things, so you don't have to like flip through. Oh. Yeah, you can just like hold yeah. L two and just build stairs. Wow. it's like or, infinitely yeah, better. Now. It makes it, like building is just yeah. much better. Now. Like pe- people have already gotten really good at building where where they'll be building like huge yeah. towers and crazy mazes yeah. like. Like you would see on PC already. Yeah. So it's 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 not quite as good as PC, but it is very much better. Yeah. Uh, also, cool. just been having fun with it. Drew and I played a little bit this morning. Uh, we got a win. It was fun. We got a loss too. We finished nice. second. It was terrible. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we streamed it a little bit. We'll probably be streaming yeah. it more this week. There's also the high explosive mode. I think in 50v50 is coming out. Oh, Portafort's yeah, another thing. We didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, that was totally. cool. Uh, they they added a, they added like a bomb that that builds up a fort it's very cute just the the infinite possible like PUBG, like for all it, it it's revolutionary and stuff like that it is very much like a this is the game that you work inside the confines of this whereas fortnite they can add all this wacky zany goofy kind of stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. Really yeah that's definitely to their advantage and sometimes it goes well sometimes it oh yeah sometimes it's like, like the it's hunting still, rifle and who cares? it's still yeah the hunting rifle fucking sucks or the bow is like uh, also said, but like yeah. yeah, and you see people like with the the um, the the heat seeking rock not heat seeking the 
control. Yeah, the, the guided, guided missile. missile. Uh, you, you see people do the cool stuff where they can ride the missile, and then they'll shoot another yeah. missile, jump onto that and missile, and ride it farther. It. And then do it. And then, like, God guy did that across it's, the map. It's, like, crazy. It's insane. God and, like, there's a, I saw another one yeah. where a guy used the port fort Somebody was coming in from the storm. And he threw the port fort on top of them, so it trapped them in the port fort so oh. that they couldn't get out and they died in the storm. And it's just like, people oh do like creative gosh. stuff like that, and it's really fun. Yeah. <clears throat> I saw another one where they had like, they had built like a big stairway to heaven, and like they had their little base way up in the sky, and it got broken, and they fell down, and they put a port fort mm-hmm. And they fell down into the it tire. and hit the tires, fucking, and they didn't yeah. take fall damage. Jeez. There's just so many interesting yeah. stuff like that, and it like... And in, in, in the way that way, if you added a gun to PUBG, it's like, yeah, there's a better gun now. But in th- this game, the things they add to this game change the gameplay in, like, interesting ways. Impulse mm-hmm. grenades and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's it about Fortnite for this week. Uh, Aaron, I know you, you played a game that we talked about for far too long last week, which is Far Cry 5. <laughs> uh, how you, how you, how you been feeling about that? All right, so to go back to our conversation from last week or to your and David's conversation, yeah. I do not agree with you even a little okay. bit um at least so far um so the intro i thought was incredible you said one of your biggest complaints was I how did. they didn't introduce the cult they didn't introduce joseph seed that's the entire beginning of the game is exposition about this cult like i don't know what well, the fuck you're talking about i don't tell like they, there's exposition in the fact that they've taken over montana that's it yeah that's the game like you just described the fucking like, plot of the game i want more background is what i'm saying what do you want, I want to know how he like, took I don't... over montana they vaguely explain <laughs> that saying. in it's certain vague. ways. Everything it's like, very vague like that. I mean, yeah, you're right, but I, I assume that's something I'm gonna, I'm gonna like glean over the course of the game. I don't need all of that to be thrown at me. All right, well, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll see, we'll so see. far, though, the introduction was awesome. I thought introducing him as a villain was better than anything Far Cry has ever done with a character. He was like the beginning of that game was super fucking just like creepy and like interesting like i really wanted to know what was going on like a fucking dude climbs onto the helicopter and just jumps into the blades yep <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> yep. uh but yeah dude I-, I loved the beginning of the game and then it like after the the opening bits where it's like a lot of story and exposition and stuff mm-hmm. it tapers off pretty quick it's like that lets you do your suddenly you get dumped into this gigantic world and it's like okay this is far cry and then yeah. I care a lot less about what it I'm is. Doing. Very like it's so a that's very a little big disappointing. Total shift, like for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's the only complaint I have with it so far. Like the combat feels great, the stealth feels good. Um, and, and actually, I don't know that that's true. Like the only thing I don't like about the stealth is Everything. like your to play stealth is you kill stuff with a bow. Yeah. So far. That's every like, game though. With the first. Yeah, but like the I mean, bow, I don't feel like it doesn't work as well in this game. It, it does in, in the sense that, like, it's fun to, like, kill a guy with a bow and then the other guy's like, what the fuck? And then you kill him with the bow. And then the next guy that says, what the fuck? You kill him with the bow. And that's the the end of that, like, zone. Yeah, that's what they do to, with like, the, the bow. And then, when you, get, and then you just go fucking pistol blazing. When you, get a, when you get a silent sniper or silence whatever, later on they become fucking trigonometry majors where they're like, he fell down this way, so the guy must be coming from fucking over here. So we gotta fucking... <laughs> it's like, all right, leave me the fuck alone. It's a fucking... It keeps you from cheesing it. I don't know. I, I thought... I think that'd be the, too cheesy to just be able to pick everybody off from a mile away. I don't. I don't know. But my favorite part in the beginning was like I walked up to this camp and there was there were these two dudes like, or I guess it was like three guys. I don't know, but it's like in the very very beginning where you're like escaping from the helicopter and you're running and like trying to get to safety or whatever. And there's these. I found these guys like by a campfire and there was like a gas can sitting way too close to this campfire. Like I don't know who the fuck put it there, uh-huh. but I was like, what happens if I? You think if I shoot that it'll blow them up? <laughs> so I shot it. <laughs> And it blew them to fuck. Yeah. Like, they were just gone. I have no idea where their bodies went. Yeah. But then I was like, I walked up to try and find their corpses after they disappeared into the ether. And fucking everybody around for who knows how far heard that explosion. And they came looking for me, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Because, like, it was already pretty tense. Like, I'm being chased. Uh-huh. And, like, people from a solid distance heard that explosion. Yeah. Just, just wait till you're in a story mission of- and, like, 50, 50 random encounters start occurring. And, yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway. The, and I did experience the cutscene thing you were talking about, where like I liberated a camp, and then I was like trying to loot some shit, and then suddenly it's like, yeah. okay, here's your force cutscene that means literally nothing. Yeah, like fucking fire and then all Charles, of the bodies were gone. Completely different spot. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, yeah, that was annoying. But then I went back to yeah. finish getting what I was getting, and all of it the bodies were gone, and there was nothing there. Oh, see. So yeah. That's yeah, really I don't, annoying. I don't like that it like teleports you to a completely different spot when you were like in the middle of doing something, but like. 
narratively, I like those little cutscenes at first, but yeah, I they do get not very like old. Yeah, it when it drops you off. introducing you to the game, I think that's a a, a, a cool mechanic. I, I don't even think it's yeah. like great or necessary. I think it's like a sure, like whatever. Cool, I get to see the world from a different angle. Like do that once or twice, and then I'm done with it. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to see that but every fucking like time I liberate a camp. Three times in each region, and plus, if you play it, play those missions again with a friend, you have to watch them again. So, like, I definitely That's understand that complete. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, I like the like RPG elements with like the perks and stuff. Um, I almost think that there's too much of it for a game like this. Like, there's um, like when I've got my first perk unlock point or whatever and i went in to do it it was like jesus christ like i don't want to sit here and read all of these and try and decide which one's going to be the best like, for the way i play the game like, the other half are, like nebulous, that makes it even worse well, I mean, if that's actually true are, like tailored to more of like a stealth like play style another one is more for like if you just like you get like the basic ones like you need a parachute and stuff like that or like if you like fishing there's some for that so yeah. you don't have to get all of them but yeah I understand like you don't want to read all of those to see which yeah. ones you do. And they don't do a very good job of like slowly introducing you into those it's just kind of like all right here's all of this fucking shit have fun. Yeah. I like and it's Horizon like I don't care enough it. to do. Yeah, Horizon have a very like, like linear. They had like yeah. separate like. Camp. Yeah, where, like, and Horizons are a lot more clear cut. Like this is the stealth one. This is the combat like, to be one. Fair, this Horizons is the are also one. just like a line. Yeah. So like it's like. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's better designed as far as more I don't have to read all of them to know what they do. Nah, right. I disagree. I think having that choice from the beginning was a smart yeah, no, move. I, because like otherwise it's just like all right, well I guess I have to get this one before I can get that one that I really want. So, like, having them just available where I can just... No, 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 that them. makes sense. What I'm saying is, like, in Horizons, they're, they're set up in a way that I can tell which ones are which type of ability. Oh, yeah. Whereas in Far Cry's, it's just a fucking gigantic well, list, and I have like, to... they do have, like, little symbols, but, like, they don't Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Words. Yeah, they don't have any words. Like, one's a yeah. skull with, like, a dick in its mouth, and the other one's, like, a fucking tiger running in the woods. Like, how am I supposed yeah. to know what any of that yeah, means? Yeah, whereas in Horizon... It would be easier if they just said... Like, Horizon this. 1, it's, like, a health one, a stealth one, uh... Bow yeah, it's very, game. very clear what I'm doing in Horizon. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I didn't like Far Cry, but that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I am having fun with it. All that being said, I'm, I'm, I'm having, fun, having fun with it. I like uh, it. David, you've been playing Minute More. Yeah, I actually finished it. Well, I finished a playthrough of it. Um, did I talk about this last yeah, week? Yeah, you talked about Minute a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay, uh, I'll just briefly... Like, Does I it have a good game, game? I'd recommend it. Uh, it has a like new game plus that makes mm-hmm. it harder and adds some things. Uh, it reduces the time limit to forty seconds. Does the um, game like change like the icon, the name, everything about it changes? It's like it what? becomes 40, 40, oh, it becomes forty it becomes SE 40. or something. Oh, 40, 40, 40. No, um, it do- it doesn't. It's like old English pops up. I I don't plan on playing it again, but I know that it's post game or it's new game plus is like very good. I might try to get the platinum eventually. Apparently, the platinum's pretty easy, you know, and whatever. But why not? Um, but I recommend it for ten dollars. You know that was a that was a solid four or five hours of gameplay. Um, I just picked up uh, yesterday actually Deep Rock Galactic, which I have talked about on the show. I think once just mentioned um, this came in early access on PC and uh, well on Steam and Xbox One uh, in March. Uh, it's it's one of the indies that Microsoft showcased at E3 last year. Um, and they're, they're updating it quite a lot, so I wanted to follow and make sure they were updating it well. And I think having Microsoft as their publisher is going to push them to be more on top of that. And their community outreach and stuff is very good. And the community is great. Uh, so I picked that up. So it's like a Left 4 Dead style mining uh, game. So you play as a bunch of dwarves. And it's kind of a low poly but, but very pristine looking art style. It's very pretty. Um, and there's classes, and, and so you'll you'll be dropped into this cave system, and it's, it's procedurally generated caves, and they have different biomes. And you have different objectives, like mine this much of this ore and dump it in your little robot that follows you around. Uh, and then you have to escape. Uh, and the escape sequence is really tense, because you, you have five minutes to get to the escape pod, which could end up, you know, 500 meters away from you, you know, through a bunch of walls that you have to get through. Um, so it's really tense. There's enemies. They're like arachnid, insect enemies. Um... And it really emphasizes teamwork. I think the game is great. I think it's in a really good spot right now for being early access. Uh, and it, it just got updated on Friday. Every couple weeks it gets a pretty substantially sized update. It adds new enemies, new animations, um, levels, things like that. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, uh, definitely I would check it out. Um, better with friends for sure, but a very solid title for being in early access like it is. Cool. Uh, and then uh, Cheyenne... 
uh, you and I, well, not you and I together, but you and I separately have been playing the new Overwatch uh, yeah. Retribution uh, kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. yeah. I need to play so that. the new event, um, I think overall they're calling it Archives because last year it was the, um, what was it called? Uh, oh, oh, God. the What was that mission called? Uh, <laughs> but it's me. The other yeah. one. And then this the year, one with the robots, the, the fucking yeah. I'll just Why go, I'll just go out. I'll look it up. Yeah, and and this year it's Shit, retribution, which is a black black watch mission, um, and I'm I'm really liking this one so far. So for like the the general black or the general retribution, you play as uh, Reaper, McCree, Genji, Uprising. Thank you, um, McCree and Genji and Moira, and. It's actually really well done. Like you kind of walk through this Venice um, map, which will be released as an actual map at some point later, um, and you you have like the special enemy enemy types. Um, an uprising. There was like a bastion character, like a big bomb detonator character. This time we have um, a sniper that looks kind of like Anna and Widow. There's an assassin that looks like like a robot Genji, and then there's like a big heavy assault that has huge mini guns that looks like heavy from TF2. Um, and it's been really fun, and I've actually kind of learned that I might like playing Moira, so that's been good. Um, but it's it's been nice. It, it's, it was a big enough update and an interesting enough event that I felt compelled to start playing again. It's been a few week, a few months even since I've really like gotten into Overwatch, so it's it's been really cool, and I'm happy to find out that I, there's a new character that I kind of like. I'm going to try some more Moira yeah, soon. No, Moira can fucking bite the dust whenever I play Mystery Hero. She can, <laughs> the like, I can't, I can't yeah, do, actually, I can't do her I kind of like her. I'm fine with her, like, damage I've attacks, still never but, plays like, her. her, like, I never think um, of her as a healer, and, like, that, like, that's obviously how she's supposed to be played. And, that and, makes and sense. the hand thing still, like, fucks me up, still. Like, I, I have my prompt switched, <laughs> yeah. but it still fucks me up. So, uh, yeah. stuff like that. O- overall, uh, this, this, uh, this, I would say more than, uh, Retribution has, like, because it has, like, actual cutscenes and stuff like that. A lot more, like, narrative, like, exposition stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. The cutscenes were is, really cool. Or, like, the first, yeah. like, big cutscenes. So, like, stuff yeah. like that, I think, is adding on to a lot. I've also, like, I've been playing with, uh, Cheyenne, my girlfriend. Uh, the, just some, like, random mystery heroes kind of, like, feeling out. Some new people, like, playing with Brigitte, or Brigitte, yeah. or however you say yeah. it. Uh, uh, more and yeah. like I played on some of the new like the newer maps that I've never played like I did uh uh what's it called Blizzard Town or something like that uh, I can't remember what it's called yeah Blizz- Blizzard World yeah. oh that's out it looks really yeah. cool oh yeah fuck I really it, need to really, play yeah and that was that was a little <laughs> yeah. while ago it's really neat like um, there's there's different like arcade rooms that's like all styled after Starcraft and stuff yeah. like that it's really neat. It's- I it's themed after all their different games like there's WoW sections too so yeah all that all and I'm like I've been having fun like it's very like. At, like in season one or two, we were playing like competitive, where like we it's not like we that was the yeah. only thing we cared about, but we cared. And in this, I'm just doing yeah. it like just I don't even fucking give a fuck. About yeah, no, I, I haven't played competitive for yeah, the last so. two seasons. That's not anything I care about anymore. It's just whenever I feel like having some fun, and and now that there's an event going on, I feel I still I can actually I guess I'll, I'll throw the I'll throw a critique out there. Why is Mystery Hero still so unbalanced sometimes? It's I how don't did know. The, Caleb and I were playing, and it was like. We would be on teams where we would have, like, all attack heroes, and they would have, like, two divas, and, like, some good tanks, and, like, healers, and, like, and I'm like, how, I thought that they were, that they yeah, fixed Yeah, I just that, don't, but isn't still that, every like, time. the appeal, is that it's random? But you don't yeah, want it to be random, too, like, it, it got to the point where I was playing earlier. The other team always has It was, like, our, our team was five healers versus four divas, and I'm like, come on, bro, like, what the right. fuck are we supposed to do? <laughs> I thought that they were supposed to The appeal to for them. me was playing, like, different characters, too. Like, it forced yeah, me to play characters appeal, I normally but wouldn't. Not, so, like, like, you still have to balance the teams yeah. properly. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying... That's what I'm saying. Is like, the appeal isn't random. Like, just randomization is the fact that I have to play new characters. Right. So, like, I feel like they could at least try like, to balance there, it. Yeah. Like, maybe, there like... has to be a way. Yeah. You select a role or something, and then you get random characters within that role. Because like, if one team gets, a like, a bomb combination... They'll just steamroll it like completely. If you get an actual like, if you just RNG it, into like an actual like comp that like makes sense with the meta, yeah. like you're you're gonna destroy everyone. Yeah, and then you don't get to play like those characters for very long because you're yep. getting killed so quickly exactly. by everyone else. Like if they're doing a bunch of damage and like you're on a character that you've never really played before mm-hmm. and you want to try him out, like. I think it would be fine if they out. introduced like a, a mechanic maybe where there's like 
one tank slot, one healer slot, and then like three DPS slots, and like each person like just it's just kind of like a free play or whatever. Yeah, and it's kind of like a what's or the like mode you where each person can only be one of the like a certain character? You know what I mean? Like there can only be one tracer, just one Reinhardt, yeah. competitive, whatever the fuck. Like it's it's that, that but with roles instead. So like one person can pick the tank role, one person can pick the healer role. And there's, I like, mean, three damage rolls. And you, rolls. Yeah, and you get a random character in that yeah, role. It can, or it could be even less than that. Yeah. Just in the back end, Blizzard is doing that kind of stuff. Just you don't see it. Yeah. Like, make sure yeah, that there like, is It doesn't even have to be that, like... like Because, like, I, I don't typically play healers. Maybe because I'm a selfish person, as the narrative has, has spoken in Fortnite. Uh, oh, yeah. But... <laughs> but like it does like it is fun but like if i was to do that i would probably like i just view myself better as like a D dps character because i've just played like soldier and reaper and stuff like that more so like i would probably yeah. gravitate towards that more so it like focusing on i don't know it's just it's interesting just fucking fix it i don't understand why it's like it's every <laughs> third game we just yeah. get steamrolled or we steamroll a team because yeah. we have two bastions right. and two reinhardts just sitting on the payload and they can't do anything because they have all healers and it's just right. like what the fuck <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, that is that's it for the current gaming podcast. My name is Charles Blake. You can find me on Twitter at Charles Tula. Uh, we we had a nice show, good time this week. We fucking it didn't go for five yeah. hours. Yeah, this is perfect, dude. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, it was it's because we didn't have eighty five yeah, fucking like, quick hits. Exactly why. So I'm glad. Sure. I think this will be the the way we do it from now on. Uh, David or not David, Aaron. Where can everybody everybody find you? Uh, Aaron M Weeks on Twitter. Cheyenne, once in a while. Where, 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 where you at? I'm on Twitter at. Flowers. flowers and David uh, where can the people find you my guy Dave on Twitter I usually just respond to tweets with the which only cool. old people do yeah oh yeah uh, that, that, that's awesome <laughs> uh, you can find uh, that's not wrong the <laughs> channel on Twitter at current gaming underscore you can uh, view our streams on the on the channel and on our twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash current gaming underscore and our Facebook has yeah, a banner uh, now that's and we also have a, we Facebook, have a Facebook page, page too. Yay. Yeah, so Yay. you can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Uh, the Current Game Podcast, episode 49. Shout out to Cardi B and peace.